Power Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Everything is energy. You've heard people say that, right? And energy vibrates at different frequencies. We're living in a time where there's a lot of lower vibrational energy happening, things that might tend to pull us out of that high vibration, distract us from that high vibration. But we've got somebody here to help us with that. Andrea Garst is here today. She's here to share how we can shift out of lower vibration and support that shift back into the higher frequencies. So we're going to be talking about simple ways to adjust our frequencies and to become conscious creators in our own life. So are you ready to meet her? Andrea Garst has been working in the field of energy for almost 20 years. She teaches meditation classes in her community, maintains a blog and a website, and she enjoys a private practice serving clients remotely and in person in beautiful Northwest Arkansas. You can find out more about Andrea and her work at andreagarst.com. Andrea, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much, Karen. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for being here. This is kind of a frantic low vibration time. At least it seems that way to me. And so I'm really glad that you're on the show today. What can you tell us about vibration and about frequency and at a time when at least for me just as an empath and as an intuitive when i feel like i can get pulled back down to that lower frequency how can we shift to something more positive well that's a great question karen and and i've had a lot of people ask me about that and so what i've found over the past couple of years, I've been doing a lot of research and there was a man named David Hawkins and he created this Hawkins scale of consciousness. And basically what it does is it tells us the um, frequency at which every energy vibrates. And then we can tell which frequency we are in by how we feel. So for example, shame is the lowest frequency that we can feel as humans. And that is a vibration of 20. And then if you move all the way up the scale, love vibrates at 528. So when you're feeling low or you're feeling like a lot of heavy energy, you're likely in that lower range, which doesn't allow you to create. It makes it really difficult for you to, um, be, be empowered and a lot of those different um the vibrations above is above neutrality that we're trying to work toward and neutrality is a vibration of 250 so there's a whole chart that um you can find if you just google david hawkins scale of consciousness but that's sort of a basic overview of of those different kinds of energies that we're looking at that's very interesting it's it's interesting to me to think about how you would quantify and assign a number value to an emotional state like shame or like love or anger or fear. How does that how does that work? Well, I'm not really a sciencey person. <laughs> but but the way that I feel it, I'm sure there are, you know, like I said, if you go and research David Hawkins, he he's 
got some great videos up um, and he was a pioneer in this field. And there's been a lot of research since that. But the way I like to see it is if I'm so say, for example, um, we're talking about you, you mentioned it's a time on the planet. There's a lot of fear. Okay, so fear is a vibration of 100. And um, when you're in fear, you really cannot create anything positive. And so the difference between fear and love, again, that's 100 versus 528. And so the vibration of fear is heavier. And so it's slower and lower. And, and you can feel that in your body if you really focus on it. You can feel how the fear is, I mean, no one likes to feel that that vibration. And everyone wants to feel love. That's basically, you know, that's our, our birthright, if you will. So if what I like to do is I keep a copy of the vibrational scale and I have it up on my wall. And so when I find myself um, say I get mad at somebody because anger is 150 vibration. And then I just think to myself, how can I get to neutrality? And the way that I have learned it works for me and, and a lot of people, there's there's a few simple steps you can take um, to create that shift. Um, the first one is music. So music is, I mean, I think everyone kind of could agree with that, that music is a vibration. I think you had somebody on the show recently that talked about that. That's right. And um, so music is one of my favorite ways to increase my frequency or vibration and move out of that space. And I think all of us know that when you're feeling kind of low and you listen to a song that's more peppy, it, it lifts you up. It, it, actually raises your vibration. So you're probably doing it without realizing that you're doing it at that point. So that's one of my favorite ways. You can also use um, just the flat frequencies. If you go onto YouTube and just type in 528 hertz, it'll pop up a, a list of 528 hertz frequencies that you can just play. And I tend to like to have these playing on my computer all day when I'm seeing clients, when I'm trying to do projects and I shift you know, between they have all the different frequencies on there that you can select. So that's that's one of my favorite ways to increase my vibration. That's really interesting because what that suggests, I've seen those, um, I've seen that stuff on YouTube before and listened to some, some of it. What's interesting about that to me is it suggests that when we're at a lower vibration or we're moving through neutrality, we're moving into that higher frequency, something's happening beyond just our conscious thought right? I am in fear. I want to shift to love. The conscious part is, is the conscious thought is part of it. But also what you're saying is that just by listening to music that's calibrated at that frequency, something else changes. And that's kind of cool. It suggests that there's more happening than just the conscious part. Absolutely. And anybody that's works in the field of energy, as I'm sure you've heard from many people on your show, we all know that your subconscious is basically running the show. So, you know, the things that we do, the choices that we make, the decisions that we, you know, relationships that we decide to be in, most of that up to this point, and for most of us, is a subconscious pattern that's kind of running in the background. And we don't even realize it for, I didn't realize it for a long time. And then you just keep having the same situation, you know, oh, you know, this, you know, I have this happen in friendships or I've been divorced three times or whatever. That's patterns that are in your subconscious and those are embedded with frequencies. 
So fascinating. So complex things, patterns and cycles are embedded in frequencies just as those emotional states are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and as you start to, you know, become conscious of that and become conscious of the fact that you actually can totally change those patterns using the frequencies that you play on purpose, for example, the 528, then you can really start to shift a lot of things and and they'll start coming up in ways that you can change those patterns and make different decisions and then obviously create a different life path for yourself. And so is that what you mean when you talk about being a conscious creator? Yes. And you become, and the, the bigger picture of the conscious creator is understanding that we create everything that happens to us. In fact, I don't even like to say it happens to you because that's implying that we don't have a choice and we always have a choice. There's always at least two choices <laughs> to do it or not. Right. Right. So what and and also using the tool of knowing that other people mirror our energies and so if i get mad at somebody say for example my son you know i have a 25 year old son and we had an argument the other day and we i realized he's mirroring something for me and i went in and meditated about it and he did his own the way that he does it and then we were able to come back together and talk about it and i was like okay so i was already upset about this and then this happened and you mirrored something for me and thank you and so then i was able to clear that for myself and he was able to clear it for himself and so that's how it's a really powerful way to clear energy if you can just get behind that and realize that you don't have to accept everything that happens as well this is just how it is this is how it's always been that's the conscious creator piece of you where you can step out of that and say, I'm not okay with that anymore. And there's that, there's that place as we're shifting from the low to the higher, there's that place sometimes when we get mired in that, in that heaviness, in that low vibration energy, where we start to tell ourselves stuff like I've been a victim of circumstance. This always happens to me. There's nothing I can do. This keeps happening over and over. And at least through what I've seen through my own work is that as we as we shift out of it, we start to get different perspective, just like you were sharing in the situation with your son. We start to be able to step outside it a little bit, see it from a different angle. And now all of a sudden there's an opportunity even to say thank you to the person who you got so angry at. Exactly. And if you... If you can really, really embody that principle, then you will have completely different experience because then you don't, it doesn't matter what other people are doing, what other people are saying, what you see on the news, because you know that you can create whatever you want within your own energy field and you're not a victim to any other energies unless you choose to be. And that doesn't mean you'll be unaware of things that are going on or even maybe unaffected by things that are going on. But at least as I understand this concept, it means that you have the ability to respond and be present with these things in a different way, right? If you choose to have a different experience, it won't mean that like suddenly the world is run by unicorns instead of by (laughs) humans. Um, Although maybe that'd be good. They have a kind of pointy goodness and they like forests and maybe that would be good. But it does mean that you have the space now to have a different perspective and a different kind of response 
to the things that 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 do happen that do seem to be kind of outside your control. So is that is that fair to say? Sure. Yeah. And even further to simplify it, honestly, the way I look at it is you can either observe or you can react. Oh, yeah. You know, and so when you're in an observation space and I'm like, okay, um, you know, that person is doing that and I I need to set a boundary, you know, so say you set a boundary and and setting a boundary in love is very different than setting a boundary out of anger. Mm -hmm. And most of us were never taught to set loving boundaries because we were taught, you know, wait until you get angry and then set your boundary. And then it ends up being everybody gets their feelings hurt. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what we know now is that if you just set your boundary right up front and you start to feel, oh, yeah, this isn't quite aligning with my energy, then you can say in a very loving way, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to go that down, down that road with you. And then you don't have to even have that whole experience where you're kind of lost. You can just keep yourself kind of in the more of an observer standpoint. Oh, I love that. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and my guest is Andrea Garst. We're talking about raising your vibration and kind of moving into that higher frequency. You can find out more about Andrea and her work at andreagarst.com. So as we are taking Andrea like uh, self-inventory, as I look at myself and how I feel today and where I can uh, improve or do better, how can we tell or feel those lower frequencies in our body, but also in our energy? How can we identify them? Well, um, that's a good question. It's a kind of a, I'm not sure there's a short answer to that one, but basically if you feel bad, so if you're feeling depressed or anxious or sad, so like um, underneath neutrality is, you know, fear, grief, apathy, guilt, shame, anger. And it's interesting, too, because on the chart, desire and pride and courage are underneath neutrality. So mm-hmm. those are actually considered lower vibration spaces. And a lot of people that are kind of surprised by that, including myself, but what that is, is because we, when you desire something, say, just for example, you have an unmet desire, then you have that, that's actually coming from a lack mentality. So it, it makes you, you feel unsettled. You don't feel at peace. And so if there's something that you're not feeling at peace about, then that's going to be a lower vibration. And I feel like it's really important to point out, I don't really like using lower or higher vibration. It's really just it's the easiest way to communicate it. But when you're under neutrality, you're in a healing space. You're, you're in an opportunity to heal yourself. And that's great because we all have those things. I have days like that. We all do. So consider yourself in a healing space. And it's really important to avoid being hard on yourself when you do fall into those spaces. And, you know, you've got to be your own best friend with this stuff. I love that. There's a an invitation there to be compassionate with ourselves in all things. Mm-hmm. And maybe in that compassion, there's a shift up the scale. Sometimes a reason that I sometimes am a little resistant to that concept that we create all our own experiences is that people decide that because they're not having good experiences, it means they're bad or they're doing it wrong or they'll never have what they want or they've screwed it up or it's never going to come out their way. And I love what you just said, because if we're in that 
healing space. Gosh, I have an unmet desire. I don't feel at ease about this. And we can meet ourselves in that space with compassion. That also opens us up to a whole new way of responding and being present for ourselves. I I believe nothing, no growth, no change ever happens unless we meet ourselves exactly where we are, wherever we happen to be. So I love that note of compassion that you just introduced. Absolutely. I think that is probably one of the the biggest sort of hurdles and obstacles that I see in my practice, which is people just being really judgmental of themselves. And so the affirmation for that is everyone is doing the best they can with the information they have at every moment in time, Mm. including you and including me. I love it. Will you say the affirmation again? Everyone is doing the best they can with the information they have at every moment in time. Oh, I I love that. That I want to go like make a sampler or something and just <laughs> and just yeah. and just kind of like and just kind of and put that up um somewhere in my office. That's I try to teach people to meet we always have to meet ourselves where we are. We also are doing the best we can mm-hmm. with what we have at the present at the present moment. And I believe at least that that's where divine love meets us. It's where intuition is and healing is and all that good stuff comes into that place. Can you tell me a little bit about your practice when listeners go to andreagarst.com and they reach out and they find out more about you? Tell me about the work that you're doing in the world. Well, um, again, not very, (laughs) you're asking me questions. Like I could talk an hour about this, but, um, and you know, I, I, I've, I've been doing this for, I'd say 15 years. I, I went to school out in Southern California for about 10 years and learned a lot of tools to help me get out of my patterns, which I just, in desperation, I just thought I've just got to try meditation. I've got to do something different. You know, I, I, I think we all have that catalyst in our lives at some point where we just think, okay, what I'm doing isn't working. I need help. I need to change it up. So, and in changing that up, what I actually uncovered is my work is about teaching people how to love themselves unconditionally. Mm. Because most of us do not know what that even means. And most of us think that love is about giving ourselves to other people. And what I have found is that love is about filling ourselves up a hundred percent. And then whatever is your overflow, then you can choose to give that away as you see fit. But if you're if you're giving from a space where you don't really feel filled up within yourself, then you're giving something that you don't really have. And you're like, that's your healing space. Right. So fill yourself up to neutrality. And then above neutrality, you find love, joy, peace, reason, acceptance, all of that great stuff. But you can't give to other people when you're in a healing space because that's not really beneficial to anyone. It's funny because it feels like the world sometimes is set up to show us the ways in which we are lacking, um, the things we don't know, the ways that we measure up. And unconditional love is a is a new, when you really stop and think about what is unconditional love, that's a new concept to most of us, even if we've been throwing it around like we know what it means. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't know what it meant um, because I, I think at some point I thought it meant you just love people and whatever they do is totally fine. And, you know, you just basically become a doormat. And right. 
I don't know about you, but I'm a fire sign and that doesn't work for me. <laughs> like, I mean, the Aries don't like being a doormat. So I tried that and it just, I, I found that I, I got a lot of resentment because I felt like I wasn't really honoring my truth. And so as I think it's been about the last year and a half to two years that I've really started to realize that unconditional love, it, it's about you. And I read this book, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz, uh, The Mastery of Love, yeah. which I think, honestly, that The Four Agreements, those two books, like if you want to be my friend, just read those books and mm-hmm. we'll get along great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just just understanding that you've got to fill yourself up. Other people can't fill you up. Their energy doesn't work in your space. Ultimately, it's just a Band-Aid. So when I'm having a bad day now, which doesn't happen a lot, to be honest, I do, I do meditate a lot. I, it's kind of my work. So I spend a lot of time getting myself back to neutrality, but it doesn't mean I don't, you know, have my moments. Um, and now I notice that the, the more I fill myself up and the, the better that place that I come from, I want to help other people so much. And I feel so much love for other people because it started inside me. And that's the most pure, unconditional love that exists. Oh, my gosh. And that brings us almost full circle, because as I shift my own vibration, as I move up that scale, that gives me the power to know that it's me doing it, that no one else can do it for me, that it's nobody else's responsibility to do it for me or make it happen. When I'm coming at it from that place of unconditional love and that compassion and that sort of being in the present moment, meeting yourself where you are, that means that I have the power to make that shift starting from wherever I am. Does that feel right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh and that's gosh. the thing, you know, loving yourself for everything that you are in this very moment and being present with that is the most powerful way to increase your vibration. Now, with just a couple minutes left here, can you give us your website and let the listeners know what they're going to find there? And also, if you can, tell them how to find your great Spotify playlist, if that's something that you share. Andrea sent me a great, like, positive vibration Spotify playlist that rocked my world um, (laughs) over the the last week. So go just promote the heck out of yourself. I know you're speaking at a conference in April. Just do all the promo-y things here. Okay, let's see if I can remember everything. (laughs) Um, so yeah, the Spotify playlist is called high vibrations. Um, it's on my, uh, Spotify. I think it's just Andrea Garst. If you search for it, there's all, I have a playlist on there also, Karen, that I didn't tell you about. It's called source and that's oh. all the different frequencies. And that's one that I, I use a lot as well. Oh my um, gosh. Okay. Yeah. And it's by my friend. And I think his, uh, Spotify name is Jen Raider, G G I N Raider. Um, and then let's see and I'm, yeah, I'm speaking at a conference here in Arkansas in April. It's the Ozark Research Institute. It, they do an um, annual conference, and it's also going to be live streaming. And so if you follow me on Facebook, I have a business page on Facebook, and then I'm also on Instagram as Arkansas Oracle. And um, I do have a YouTube channel, which is I'm still sort of developing it. So (laughs) I'm loving myself through that one. (laughs) (laughs) And um, let's see. And if so, if you follow me on on Facebook, 
And also, if you go to my website, you can sign up for my mailing list, and then I'll be sending out information that way as well. Wonderful. Andrea, thank you so much for for being on the show. This is a lot of stuff, and I feel like maybe this conversation with you might have shifted some of us up the scale a little bit. I'm sure it has. (laughs) It's a vibration. My voice is a vibration. That's right. Everything is energy in our voice. That's part of the power of this kind of audio work that we're doing here is the the energy of our voices shifts our vibration and shifts other vibration too. Thank you so much for for being on the show. That is... You're very welcome. I, I love talking to you. That is Andrea Garst, and you can find out more about Andrea and her work on her website. That is andreagarst.com. Now get ready, because I'm going to spell A-N-D-R-E-A-G-A-R-S-T.com, andreagarst.com. There's a beautiful free meditation there for you to take a look at. Check out her YouTube channel. Follow her on Facebook. You can also find her on Instagram. She's at Arkansas. Oracle. So all that good stuff is at andreagarst.com. And of course, you're always welcome at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out more about what's coming up on this radio program. You can book a private session with me there if you're so inclined. You know what? If you do book a private intuitive session with me, would you please use the coupon code podcast when you book in at karenhager.com? That gives you 20% off a private intuitive session. And it will also let me know that you're listening to this show. And that gives me a little glimmer of something. My vibration goes up when I know that you're out there and you're listening. So all that's at karenhager.com. Thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.